Good morning. Good morning. Hello. It's Wednesday. It's 1029. I'm early. And I am just waiting for my mama, aka Kathy. Hi, Sue. Good morning. I don't know why, but I always just like to click that wave button. It's, I just always seem to do that. Oh, there she is. Okay. I'm going to invite. Okay. Hello. Hello. How are you? I, uh, I just changed my. Um, oh, you look so cute. My outfit in celebration of like some changes that happened. Oh. Oh. Right. Yes. And I'm like, wait, what? what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Hold on. I'm like, what changes? That's so exciting. <laughs> oh, you are so colorful. I am. Oh, I'm like, Hi, why are you dancing? But now I can hear it. I always have to click that wave button. I gotta do it. It's not working. Here we are. Good morning. Go oh, welcome. That's me. Um, so welcome. It's Wednesday. It's our day to go live, our newest episode. What episode is this? We are episode eight, I think. Eight. I think we're, we're number eight. And um, yeah, we are Kathy and Raina, mother-daughter duo that we're just letting you in on our in-depth conversations, a candid look inside wherever they lead us and um yeah we're so happy to have you along for the ride so welcome and yeah, welcome 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 and i don't know why it's so dark in my room because does it look really dark on the screen you look so vibrant maybe right. it's because i'm wearing yellow or mustard. mustard mustard i just you know what i might just i mean because we're live and I already did the music. I'm just gonna move us over here. Maybe, maybe this is better. She has, she needs to just hold on, pause the episode. She needs to find better lighting <laughs> for the podcast. Hey, for those of you watching live, it's not doing anything. I just I'm in the dark. You're you're vibrant. You're vibrant yes, and so, colorful. So that kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Uh, I decided to wear this vibrant shirt, which I was like, I put it on. I'm like, I'm going to wear this. I love this. Um, I got it on sale a few years ago and I really like it and I don't wear it enough. But um, I think I've seen it. It's beautiful. I'm wearing it because we made a change to our logo. Yeah. Yeah. And it really and ties in with, with what we want to talk about today, right? Totally. About like how you, you know, start things. Um, and some people are real planners and, and know exactly the color scheme. There are three, like three points of like who they are and what their business is. And they're very well, it's very well thought out. And I think that that is amazing. But, um, we, on the other hand, um, I don't know if it's always good to have two people that are exactly the same, but um, <laughs> in, in, in certain thought processes, but you and I uh, 
are shoot from the hip. Like we had talked about starting a podcast. I believe it has it was it two years? I I think it's been a pretty long time. I yeah, don't know. Like I feel like we've talked about it a lot and we just kind of sat there and went, Yeah, and we had and always wait what was like gonna be the title. It was like that thing, like it was wait what? What just happened? Because <laughs> in our conversations it's like what? The regular um, statement. Yes. And even your, uh, your nine-year-old tends to say that. He does say it a lot, yes. So we finally just decided in February. Yeah. That we were, like, I remember us just going, like, let's, let's just do it. And I said, like, yeah, like, let's just do lives. And then we'll yeah. evolve into a podcast. And what you did was you went within that week went, I know how to do this where I can transfer this to a podcast. We can put this on YouTube. And I'm like, and guys, you need to understand that I actually have all of the things that you need to have. Hey, Teresa, that you need to have to do a podcast. I have the microphone. I have the software. I have the editing. I have the, the little panel that does like, it blends the sounds. Oh Wait, we haven't used what? that yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't know how to use it. Um, yeah. I have a friend who knows how to use it, but <laughs> Teresa, I have a friend who knows how to use it. But because of the situation that we're in, we can't be in the same room doing yeah. this. Uh, so we, you adapted. So what we and this is a very long story, but what we decided we're what, to phones. talk about after all yeah, that, we're basically we're using phones. <laughs> And what we decided was this, t this topic of conversation is about starting when you don't have it all together, just yeah. starting. Starting before you're ready. Before, before you think you're ready. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you've probably seen the quotes that say, yeah, just, just start. Well, we're those people. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think like, um, just like a little add on to that is it's like, um, so <laughs> it's, it's difficult to explain. And I think that's why we're, we're taking so long to kind of like preface this topic, but it's like, for me in my whole life, if I, um, I get analysis paralysis, um, <laughs> you know, that term, or if I try to think too much about what I'm doing or prepare myself, that actually causes me to like, it feels like all these weights are being put on me and I, and I freeze in inaction and I just don't really do anything. But if I leap into something and just start and just do and just figure it out as I go along, and I've always kind of like said that I just wing it, like everything I've done, I really am not prepared. And in some cases, that's really helpful. In other cases, it's not. <laughs> But that's kind of like what, what we're kind of, I think what we're talking about is it's like, totally. um, in anything I've done, it's, it seems in the beginning, these, these goals or these things that you, you go towards, it seems like you really need to be prepared and you need to have all these things in place before you take that first step. But 
I think there are there are definitely different kinds of people in this this um, area of life of how mm -hmm. they do things. But I think for both of us, it's kind of like that gets too overwhelming and clouds things and makes it kind of like too overwhelming to start. Whereas if you kind of just jump in and just start kind of doing things, it seems to work out a lot better <laughs> for people well, like us. I don't know. And, and I think that even when you have a plan and you, you map out, because I can liken it to when Sarah and I started Anchored. Um, we actually hired uh, a person to help us with our branding and to give us an idea of um, what our like who was our customer going to be doing all the, the, the stuff. Well, anyway, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a skim reader. So I'm like, mm, yeah, this, but this makes sense. True. And we even had to create our client avatars. Yes, and uh, yeah, and it, but it's very interesting our client avatars actually kind of look a lot like what we created. Um, but the branding was so off. Like Sarah was just like, nope, nope, this is not yeah. who we are. I don't like how it looks. We love the logo, but we didn't love the coloring behind it. And so, and I was just like, Sarah, can we just start already? Like, let's just start. Yeah. And She's a she's one of those people who lines everything up, thinks about it, which is very good. It's very good to have a couple of different types of people. She's kind of like the the backstop because if I'm like completely offside, she's like, okay, just bring it down a notch. That's why I really think it is. <laughs> could be a little bit wild. Uh, we have to bring each other down every once in a while. We we can do it, um, but yeah. anyway, we did start before we were ready. And we really didn't know what we were getting into. Uh, we had an idea. We knew what our uh, purpose was. We knew what our, like, we definitely knew our, like, our integrity. Like, everything was a part of it. But it unfolded into what it's supposed to be. And it's morphed into different things. And I think, like, with us, um, yeah, just just starting. Like, we we had an idea. We knew what we wanted it to be. We just didn't have, we, we didn't have colors. Um, and I'll, I'll tell this, this, this is how it all came to be. So Rain and I had our conversation and we're like, okay, we need a logo. So Raina, who you are very creative, went to, to Canva and came up with a very simple black and white. Wait, what? Yik. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that, I like that. It's simple. It's elegant do it. it's like let's just do that and then then we're sitting down talking one day and we're like <laughs> we had an idea of how we wanted our feed to look <laughs> that just overwhelmed like, me too much commitment and it was like it wasn't it wasn't what it was supposed to be like Raina would send me a little message I thought we were doing black and white <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I found this really good quote that was in these colors. So, color. it in there. <laughs> so, so our first crack at this, and who knows what this will evolve into, but our first crack at this didn't represent us, no. is what I'm trying to say. And, yeah, and in that, it is okay to take a crack at something and it not to be like, it's like, wait, I've, you're, you know, I'm trying to think like when you're sitting, you, you, you try something on. 
and you you sit in it for a while and you're like this is just not comfortable this why did i buy this uh i this bought it because mistake. i thought it i thought it was cute i thought it was this but oh wait this isn't me so right. i'm wearing all this color today because i'm not black and white yeah and neither are you yeah and i think too like a lot of times in the beginning and when you're starting something and you have this big idea and you're so excited and you just want to do it. But we just wanted these, to get it done. Yeah, we just wanted to get it done. But there's all these these things hanging in the air um, about, you know, the the rules of how you want to portray your brand on Instagram in order for it to be aesthetically pleasing, consistent. They all talk about consistency, which is something that just like I really struggle with in terms of like, you know, an overall aesthetic, you know, I like, I, I like to call myself multi-passionate and I like a lot of different things, a lot of variety. We're both very eclectic in our style and our tastes of things. And so these things can be hanging over your head and you're thinking, okay, you know, you see these, these big accounts and these brands where their feed is just like perfectly curated to Beautiful. specific palette and they look amazing. And I know that it, it definitely gives me like, I don't know if it would be like a dopamine hit or whatever you would call it. Yeah. Like when I see a beautifully executed Instagram account that just makes yes. me feel like, yeah, this is consistent. I know what I'm getting. This is the message. Um, and that's, that's beautiful when you get to, to that level. But I mean, when you're just starting out with an idea and you, you, I like um, to take the path where you give yourself some space in order to evolve and change into what it is that, that you want. And you don't have to have all the answers right at the beginning in order to start something. And I think it's important to like be able to give ourselves permission to start, mm-hmm. permission to start without having every single thing um, planned out or um, set in stone, like if that makes sense. Totally. Because um, well, I think a lot of the times, I know for me, I really struggle with being like, oh man, I I know I probably look so inconsistent or kind of all over the map, or maybe this doesn't line up, um, which can be a challenge, I think, for the way in which we do things and both of us being so similar. So like you said, you know, in your experience with anchored, it's, it's, it can be definitely beneficial, obviously to have opposite tendencies and things like that. And I think even like in comparing in my own experience, like with, with my marriage, like my husband is very much the opposite of me. Right. And I think, like, you probably the say, say the same thing, obviously, uh, with yeah. dad. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I don't really know where I was going with that. I kind of lost Well, I, you know what? I want to I wanna actually um, throw in a quote that lines up with what you were saying. It's like, oh, you, you create a credible brand by staying true to who you are. By Hillary um, uh, Sawchuck. And... I was like, that is so true because when you are 
when you're in those in uncomfortable pants all the time and you're just you you're you can't you're not yourself and it's like I, I mean I'm liking it to a pair of pants that that don't fit or don't look right you just feel uncomfortable and when you're you're trying to make a brand other than like that is a reflection because your brand is a reflection of you regardless of what it is your heart and soul is in that brand and if it isn't it isn't going to, I mean, you could be successful. I, I don't know, but I feel like success is different. And we've talked about that. Success is different to all people. Um, yeah. And it's unique to you. But yeah, you have to be yourself. And I want to show you something because I want this, this is going to describe um, like who, who I am in a nutshell, I think. Um, and it's something I love dearly. It's this chair. I don't know if you can see it. Okay, yes. so this, chair, this chair I bought and it has like little gold legs and it's got a fluffy seat and it's got all this pattern to it. And I and remember going to buy this chair. I didn't know it was going to be this chair, but I went to this, um, it was junk sellers and I have, I have another one of her chairs. And I said to John, I'm going to buy a very neutral very conservative chair. Like, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm just going to, and I saw this chair from a distance. I'm like, going to sing from a distance. And those of you that are just listening, okay, this chair has little gold feet. Um, it has a very, Beautiful. like, hairy, like, fuzzy, what, what do I say? The, the hair, the seat is, like, well, it's like an like I don't know what furry. it is. It's furry. It's, it's long hairs and it's pink, pastel pink. The arms are mustard yellow with green, and then the back of it is this vibrant, patterned, um, uh, like antique patterned floral design. And then there's a couple other colors in there, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Well, your father, who is a conservative man, he, um, but he's pretty easygoing. He just started to laugh and he goes, yeah, I can see that is very neutral. And I bought it, put it in the corner of my office and went, this is everything I ever wanted. So I built my office around that chair. So my office is and a eclectic mess. Oof, yeah. It's I wouldn't say it's not a mess. It's, it's an eclectic no. version of me. Like it is, it represents me in every way, shape or form. And it makes me so happy. And that I look at this, our very, the beginning of what we are doing. And we finally realized, wait, what? Black and white is not who we are. We are all the colors of the rainbow. We are like very colorful individuals. We love color. We love yeah. many different topics. We talk about many different things. Oh, I love the pixels. Definitely. Yeah, well, like it's, just it's beautiful space. It is. And it it definitely like it reflects that. And I think too, like um had to show that chair. one of the ways that I'm trying to oh I don't know if this is happening on your end, but it seems like you're freezing a lot. So I'm like I feel like I might be interrupting you or talking over you. You're not I'm interrupting not sure me. That's okay. I wonder if I okay. turn off if um, I turn off my Wi Fi on my phone. Would that work? What did you do? Should I turn off my Wi-Fi? But then I'd have to leave. No. Okay, I won't do that. 
Yeah. Am I freezing for other people? A little. And I don't know if it's just for me or for other people, but you know, technical difficulties, it happens. But what I was going to say is, it's funny, while you were talking, I, I sometimes feel kind of rude, but while you're talking, I do have to sometimes write down a word or something, mm -hmm. because while you're talking, things are coming up for me. And if I don't write it, that's so funny. If I don't write it down, then I lose it and it's gone. So I wrote down the word perfection and, and then box and I underlined it. Mm. And um, it, the reason I wrote down those two words in reference to kind of like what we're talking about is I look at, again, you know, all the things they say about keeping consistent in your feed and the color palette and keeping things all lined up and manicured, like, so that it looks like something people recognize. And I definitely see the um, rationale behind that and the purpose of it and probably the benefits as well. But I think it also can be almost um, disabling for a lot of people who want to go out there and do things, but don't yet 100% know what how they want to present that or 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 how they want it to evolve and if they don't just have they don't just think and and do things in one specific color palette if that makes sense yeah. so it's like if you for us because like you said we're we're like that chair we're so metaphorical today i don't even know if that's a word Deep. i might have just made that up um Right. Um, but again, we talk a lot about not like we don't like being put in a box and there are um, just so many things that make us who we are and things we want to share and things we want to say that um, I think it's important to to allow yourself to explore and uh, experiment and um change and and yeah. not feel bad about it you know like because it can be really limiting if maybe that's the word that i'm i'm trying to think that's of. good it it ties into something i wrote down about being bold and taking risks because there's nothing that can teach us better than experience so mm. unless you step into um what it is that you're passionate about, how are you, you're not going to have any experience. You're going to sit back and you're going to check off the boxes. Okay. I've got all these things, which I think is important to have a plan. I do like, it's not like we didn't have a plan. We just right. jumped in before we felt like we were a hundred percent ready, which yeah. I think if you wait too long, you can psych yourself out. And, um, people are telling me I'm blurry, but you can still hear me. So you're that's not, good. You're not now. It's, okay, well, it, I, don't know, I don't know what the heck is wrong with my Wi-Fi, but um, so I have to say what I love about what happened here is for your birthday, we got you an iPad and you what, what you'd asked for was a pencil. And um, asked, yeah, she only asked, asked for, for a pencil. She was going to use one of her son's um, iPads. And I was like, that's not going to work. So long story short, we found we long story short we finally got everything and so you created 
you created this beautiful logo and I absolutely so love it. And it's, I, I'm going to say it, it's not perfect. You kept saying, well, no. I need to do this and I need to do that with it. And I'm like, just do it. Your birthday is November 9th. Happy birthday on November 9th. <laughs> um, but so, so celebrating like your creativity and you taking the risk and going, okay, mom, do you think we, this should be our logo? And I'm like, yes, it is unbelievable. And you have such a talent with your art. And this is a new journey for you. I like, I passed right. you. Oh, she. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Sorry. Sorry. I was like, Teresa, I'm like, happy birthday of November. I know. I, we both were like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, Teresa, you cracked me up. Now. She, okay, this woman, Teresa, is like a, such a beautiful soul. I got to give a shout out to her. She is one of the funniest people I know. Um, and she's one of the most talented people I know. She's so gifted. She is a beautiful photographer. And she's really, like, Teresa, you can chime in here. You have really blossomed in your journey. Um, like you have really come into your own, um, it's just so unique and beautiful what she does. Her, if you, if you don't follow her, you should follow her. Her photography is great. She's very much about empowering women entrepreneurs. Um, yes, Teresa, you are amazing. So, uh, I just wanted to give her a shout out. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. We did not know what you were talking about. And sometimes <laughs> we don't get jokes. <laughs> In case and we're you usually the butt of the jokes. Sometimes. We're usually the butt of the jokes. So anyway, we'll Raina, on because we don't get it. <laughs> can you talk a little bit about, can you talk a little bit about your journey with this newfound medium that your, your art, okay, like how so, you decided to do what you did? You know, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. Like, I, um, again, this totally applies to, uh, to my art as well is, um, I've, I've definitely struggled with finding, you know, a style or like a niche within my art that stays consistent with just like drawing things one way or doing one type of, I guess, medium in terms of art. I've run the gamut. Like I love to paint like acrylic on big canvases, you know, florals and all, all sorts of abstract type of things with lots of texture and color. And, you know, I just absolutely love to do that. Um, but then I also like to do mixed media and watercolor and, um, you know, like even um, like kawaii, like, um, like illustrations of cute little things and comics and different things. It's kind of just like all over the map. Um, but I wanted to try my hand at digital illustration for such a long time. Um, but again, just like not really having the means to do it and um, uh, overwhelming myself with um, looking too much into what other people are doing, that comparison, and um, also feeling intimidated, like, you know, I, I could never figure this out. This technology is just like beyond yeah. And I don't think my art would translate digitally. So, you know, with this journey to getting the iPad that my parents are like beyond generous and um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm very grateful. Um, but 
in the journey in getting the iPad, of course, I'm doing, doing my research. I have time to do my research and I'm looking up, you know, this digital illustration app. Um, and there's this app called Procreate and it's very actually quite complex. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a, a steep learning curve. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was kind of like, okay, well, I need to watch all these videos and make sure I know what I'm doing before, um, before I get the, the iPad so that I know exactly what I'm doing in this app. But again, the way my brain works, um, I, of course, pro procrastinated doing that. So I didn't actually watch any of the videos until like <laughs> right before I got the iPad. I'm like, oh, shoot, I probably should watch these videos. And then it never happened. But I get the iPad in my hands. I download the app. And I just go in and I start playing around and I start making mistakes. I start screwing up. I get real frustrated. Um, and I, I just get in there and I, and I, and I do it and I, and I try and I know like I've, I've, uh, I've done quite a few, like, again, that's, that's just my personality. I get in there and I just hyper-focus on what I'm doing and I, you know, lose all track of time and space and that's just <laughs> what I'm focused on doing but I can even see the progression of you know the the technique and the um, what I've learned so far just yeah. in doing it you can see you know the progression there but long story short is you know I think some people and I'm definitely this person is I've I've always been a really visual hands-on learner and I have a really challenging time listening to instructions from other people like telling me how to do something or reading because again I'm, I'm like you in that I skim or you know I'll read an entire page and then I'll, I'll like look up and be like wait what, what? I, I don't even know what I just read because I'm thinking of like 10,000 other things at the same time yeah. so in order for me to actually get in there and do it and not cause myself that inaction paralysis of just not doing it. I just have to go in there and do it. And I know it's not perfect. I know there are people out there who are technically like far beyond what my comprehension is at this time, but I just need to create. I need to, 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 um, to do it. And so yeah. again, it's that, that leap before okay. Leap before you know better. Maybe. And it turned out like it, it, it was a, it's such a good representation of us. It's a picture of us that you created with so much color. And yeah. I'm just like, it's so beautiful. And the other thing we want to say is when you, when you leap, it is so good to look actually at others and get information and learn from other people as well mentors, um, other brands that are like-minded, just to look and to learn from because they've made mistakes. Like yeah. we're, we're talking from um, our perspective, but it's not like we're not leaning into other resources. Oh my uh, God. I, I, I'm taking um, the, uh, I, I love Jillian Harris. Uh, I don't know about anyone else, but I do love her. I love, I love the authenticity of her. Am I freezing? Yeah, a little bit. I love the authenticity of Jillian Harris. Um, and I've just, I decided to put the investment in 
to her Jilly Academy. And I'm looking really forward. It's, it, it opens today. I'm looking really forward because I want to, it doesn't mean I'm going to take everything that she has to say because her brand is very clean. It's very, um, she's got, you know, I think, I don't know if she has three pillars that she falls into, but I mean, she's, she's a successful woman and she's very honest about yeah. what she does with her team. Um, the flaw, the mistakes she makes, uh, she's going to teach you. She's going to share what she's learned. And so I'm, I'm going to do that so that I can share with Raina. I can share with Sarah. I can share with anybody I know who wants to know, what am I learning from this? Is it, was it worth taking the investment? And I think so. I, I definitely think it is. So we're saying you can leap and you don't ever have to be on your own. It's really important. Yeah. And you can have it as you go. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And, and exactly from, what you say, like you can develop the skills as you're doing it. You don't have to have them all before you start. 1000%. And you know, um, I wanted to take a detour. What? Wait, what? I'm going okay. a different way. I just want to, okay. Probably a lot of women are listening. And if there's some men, that's cool too. We invite everyone, men, women, anybody. Oh, anybody? yeah. Okay. So yesterday, I made the heroic and brave um, step forward into Ella Coco. It's a bra store in Sherwood Park. And I've been there many times. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done this before, but it's been a few I've years. I've never been there. I've always seen it and wanted to go. Well, I think every woman needs to go and get fitted, properly fitted for a bra. Because in, in your life, you change so much. You, you're young, you get a little bit older, you have babies, you don't have babies, you, you maybe put on a little weight, you lose a little weight, you're, it, things happen. Um, and so I went in because I have fluctuated during COVID and I, my whole life. I've been up, I've been down, I've been all over the place. And it's like my feelings, up and down. So I went in and I was feeling like it was actually your father who said, I can't believe I'm saying this because I had said to him, I really need to go get a bra. He goes, you know what? Let's just go. I'm going to sit in the car um, and you go in and go shopping. And I was like, what? So Wait, what? what? And I really didn't want to. And I went in and I boldly said to the young woman, her name is uh, Chanel. And she said, hi, what brings you in? And I said, I need to get fitted for a bra. These. <laughs> she couldn't, she couldn't, she couldn't see my face. Um, and luckily like she could see my eyes, but she couldn't see my facial expression. So she goes, okay, have you been in before? And I'm like, yes, but things have changed. <laughs> so I don't, it's very, uh, oh, what's the word? It's, you're very vulnerable when you're standing in a change room. And I've talked about this before. Yeah. You're wearing your jeans and you're wearing your bra that doesn't it's quite like fit nightmare. you. Yeah. And you're, so I took my shirt off, nightmare. had my bra on and I hadn't quite turned around and I turned around and I looked at the corner of the mirror and it said, be kind to yourself. And I was like, oh, shit. Shoot. Because so the first thought in my head was, are you like, ugh, ugh. And I'm like, oh, I have to be kind to myself. Okay, so think of something. I like your jeans. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, she came in, she did the measurements, and I didn't apologize for anything. 
I was just like, this is, this is it. So she brought yes. in a bra. Well, okay. Went yeah. through the process and I am wearing a bra right now, you guys, that I can only like it to when you come home after wearing a bra that doesn't fit you. And you know, when you take it off, how you feel? And you're like, <sighs> well, that's how good this feels. Oh yeah. Like this feels amazing. Wait, what? I, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to, uh, that is a very long story, but I like, honestly, if you have never no. gotten fitted for a bra, seriously, we, we're going to tag them. Um, and we'll, in one of our posts. Um, and I just think it's so important that these are a part of, a, a part of your body that you need to take care of. And if you feel uncomfortable is because it's not fitting right. And we've, we've talked about that, like wearing something that doesn't fit. Hi Maggie, wearing something that doesn't fit makes you uncomfortable. Being a brand that doesn't line up with who you are makes you uncomfortable. It's inauthentic. So I'm just saying, go out and get a good bra that fits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do it. I can't see and I, I'm in such a different place. Again, different ages, different stages. I am like, you know, I, I used to try to make myself wear ugh, just these awful bras like long ago. Um, because in the beginning, I just wanted boobs so bad. And I just really didn't have them. I didn't and one one wanted to come out and be a boob and the other one was like I'm not ready and I remember like it was a very traumatic um time of my life where I thought that I was only I was gonna be like literally uh one boob in it for for the the rest of my life um but I digress you read Teresa's um, comment COVID equals braless yeah. I'm going to pay for this later <laughs> well that's what I was gonna say Teresa is like over the pandemic, I have just like had no desire to uh, to to cage these bad boys. I've just kind of <laughs> kind of been like, you know what? Your time has come. Let's just be free, and let's just let our hair down. You know, and you know, boobs down. In, in that, I don't actually think that's wrong. And well, good because it's not yeah, exactly <laughs> like I don't. I don't think it's wrong. I think that you have to be comfortable. And for a while now, just the bras that I had just weren't comfortable. And totally. And again, you know, it gets into that kind of find... messy, messy kind of feeling. And here, let's get to nipples. Can we just talk about nipples for a second? Oh. <laughs> nipples. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I went in. And I went in because it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable with my nipples. Like, I don't want them to be seen. Why do I need to be embarrassed like by this. my, by, by my nipples? Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. It's like, okay, when you're, when you're in your 20s or in your teens, they're like this. After yeah. you have kids, they're like this. And your children, your teenage daughters go, mom, <laughs> line them up. Listen, and I have to tell you, I have had times like as a yoga teacher wearing sports bras and, you know, material where like your nipples get hard all the time because I don't know, friction. I don't know what it is. Yeah, cold, um, hot. I'm, I'm teaching yoga. 
I've literally had people been like, Raina, your, your nipples are like, fix your nipples. And I'm like, what's it to you? Like, what do you care what my nipples are doing right now? I'm, I'm teaching a yoga class. Like, <laughs> you like your own nipples. <laughs> my sister, if I let mine loose, I can't find my nipples. I'll slide under. <laughs> See, I don't. And it's like, like, why do we have to be embarrassed by our nipples? Like, who, who in the world? Well, see, okay, so listen to this. So this is something that has, has, has enraged me my whole time of having breasts. Nipples? You buy uh, a bra or a bathing suit or a tank top or like a sports bra or something and they have those stupid little cups. Those little fabric, they're like shoulder pads for your nipples. <laughs> and they're supposed to like create the illusion that we're nippleless. We're nippleless beings. We we don't even know what they are. They don't. We don't have them. We're completely nippleless, yeah. and they bunch up, they crease, they end up like up here. You lose one. They're awful. They're the so worst. every time I've ever gotten a garment that has one of those, they're called they're cookies. Called cookies. I have no idea. Well, they should just be called crap because I hate them. And every time I get one, I, or one, they come in, in two. I keep, I think I, I'm going back to a time when I only had one boob. So I keep, I always take them out and throw them in the garbage because I don't want them. They're just, I hate them. Could we and do I know art with them? Hands. What? Could we, like, we could repurpose them. Could we do some form of art with them? <laughs> uh, you know, we light them on fire? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It, it is very interesting because I'm like, I'm, I, and I'm not even sorry I brought up nipple. I wasn't 100% sure I was going to do it. But it's like, it's like you're like when you're little and you say nipple, it's like you're saying a swear word. And it's like, no, you're not saying a swear word. They're nipples. Like, and why? Should, so, so I'm just going to say, I went in to get a bra that had like the a little bit of cushioning, but not really like, um, tiny cushion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, I went in and I wanted the, the bra that had like a little bit of, um, well, it hides your nipple supposedly, but not a lot. Like I didn't, I didn't want more volume. I just didn't want you to see in case they were like this. I, so <laughs> I went in and I tried one on. It's like cookie and I'm monster. Like, I'm like looking at them. Uh, oh wait. <laughs> you know what? I still think that's a thing. Um, so I tried it on and I looked and I'm like, it made my, my boobs look bigger. Um, and I didn't actually like the look of it. And so I was talking to her and I said, you know, I came in here and I didn't want, like, I wanted to cover them up. And I've just decided, you know what? It is what it is. I want to, I want to be comfortable. And if my yeah. nipples are like this and that makes you uncomfortable, if they are off, kilter if they are asymmetrical you know what i'm sorry if it bothers you but that's Not that's sorry. who i am um yeah. i'm gonna be 60 these babies when i let them go i can tuck them into my pants so like uh, there's it Where is what it start? is yeah huh. I, I don't know yeah. i i think there, we just a, have so hard, many things it's a hard topic we <laughs>
<laughs> Ew. Um, we have so many things that we have to like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We have to manage on our bodies. To, to not mask, actually mask it. Like hide yes. the fact that you are authentically a woman with nipples that are not going to be straight. All humans have nipples. And this could get into a whole other topic because we talked <laughs> about how men can walk around with their shirts off and their nipples are out and it's no big deal. But if you see a female nipple on a breast, it's like, oh my God. It's, well, they think it's promiscuous. They think that it's- Well, and that's the thing is, is I don't even, I, <laughs> this is gonna take me down a road of the fact that like, We've sexualized the very thing that actually like nourishes and feeds and helps people grow. And it's just ridiculous. Yes. Don't even so we're not going to go there. We're the not going to go breastfeeding there. Yeah. Ah, we could do that another time. We could because it's, that's a whole thing that's extremely frustrating, I think, for a lot of people. And, and again, it just all goes back to that shame thing. Yeah. Like making people feel shame about their bodies and attaching stories and beliefs to things that really at the end of the day most of the time don't have anything to do with you it's somebody else creating a story to make you feel bad about yourself yeah. so that they can be comfortable and it's bs and it's just and that's not what we're about we're going to be as authentic and real as we possibly can on social media you're getting a glimpse of conversation that nipples came in to um, really just go for it. Started talking about branding, and we branding. ended on nipples. <laughs> it's like connect the dots. And you know, I can also say to you, like, okay, I don't even. I'm back to how this bra feels. Like my my breasts are so comfortably placed. There's nothing cutting in anywhere. The whole. The whole thing is in a cup. And I know, like my sister would say this, I could put the cup on my head. It would fit. It would be a hat. That's how big they are. And, you know, I'm not, I, I'm tired of apologizing for having what I've got. It is what I have. Well, and I just want to be yeah. comfortable. Well, and I think, too, an important thing to, to note and what just popped into my head is it's like, you know what I wish there was more of? or what I maybe learned or like women in general, or those of us that have breasts, is that your breasts change over yes. time. They're That's not why... like, there's this idea that you, your breasts are supposed to stay exactly the same and defy gravity and be <laughs> like appealing and your nipples are supposed to be symmetrical at all times. And there's all these rules surrounding your breasts that were that are out there in the world that we're made to think are like that's that's what we we should be the standard in which we should strive to uphold and it's just not true like there's nothing you can do about what happens to your breasts over time like aside from you know the apparatuses we strap ourselves into or surgeries or whatever yeah. whatever else it's just it's part of bodies changing and that's that's within the whole realm of you know aging and bodies changing and yeah. all of those things of of not talking about it and 
you know, even like tying that into the whole pregnancy thing and women feeling like they're supposed to like all of a sudden, n like erase the evidence that they had a child. Like you're supposed to go back to your pre-baby weight or your pre-baby body and, yeah. and all of those things. And it's just so damaging and unrealistic and yeah. And like, I, like, honestly, I went, I went in to feel comfortable. That's basically it. I knew that what I had just wasn't working anymore. I had them for too long. They stretch out and exactly it. You're on average, a woman's bra size. Well, <laughs> oh, my sister's getting right into the nipples. Um, on average, a woman's bra size will change seven times. Well, really, you think about I love like, these facts that you find. Yeah. But if you go okay. in and, and really like, honestly, if you're comfortable wearing like not wearing a bra, I celebrate you like you have to be comfortable. I'm not comfortable not wearing a bra. I, I feel confident. But man, I wasn't comfortable wearing the bras that I had. And now yeah. I'm wearing a bra that doesn't have any padding doesn't have any shelf on it or whatever the thickness of it that it doesn't show my nipples my nipples will be all over the place they're going to be yeah. wherever they want to be and i'm celebrating that i will celebrate well, and i think it's just like we deserve to be comfortable yeah we deserve <laughs> to be comfortable and if you yeah if you think about that um so much of like what women are are supposed to wear in garments and undergarments shoes even all of those things are usually not they we they don't have our comfort in mind really if you think about it no so. and we just want like you to be comfortable we want you to be authentic to who you are like be honest like, and your brand if you're a, a wannabe entrepreneur you have dreams and aspirations and you have nipples you have nipples yeah whatever we all have nipples but if you want to step out you have a dream we say go for it and you know what? The mistakes that you make are going to be great teachers. Uh, reach out to people that you know have done this before. Um, gain in inspiration and information from them. Collaboration. Yeah. Don't be, don't let fear hold you back. Uh, because one thing for sure is you will make mistakes. Um, and you will along, just like us, decide that you need to change your logo. I mean, we, this yeah. is our eighth episode and we're, we're just starting out. Um, and I, I love this quote. It says, don't sit and wait for opportunities to come, get up and make them. Madam uh, CJ Walker. And it's like, yeah, get up and make those opportunities happen. If you have nipples, you really can do point. anything. Amen. Yes. So yeah, oh, wait, I should probably, just a second. Oh, 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 oh. I'm, what, I'm, wait, what? You're trying to figure out, I'm just trying to wake up my computer over here because what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's happening, just a second. Awkward. Just a second. Hold on, hold on. Well, for those of you who have made it through this episode with us, like, thank you. Thank and hopefully, you. Hopefully, you you were entertained at least. You got something out of it. We always want to hear from you, always, about topics or different things that you might want to hear us talk about. 
Yeah. Let us know. So thanks for tuning in. I love that. If you have nipples, you can do anything. <laughs> it's true. Bye. Bye.